Hi, welcome to Three Dog. This is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class for everybody. When you're ready, come on down to your mat, and we'll get started. We'll get this going like straight down Broadway today. We'll start in child's pose. Take a few moments to land in your body where you are. If you can, let your eyes close and let your other senses awaken. More than ever, we're drawn these days into a visual environment, looking at screens a lot. Have a few moments letting your eyes rest. And as they do, you tune into your sense of hearing, of smell. of interoception, feeling inside your body, and proprioception, feeling where you are in space. What things become most noticeable to you about your experience right now? Let your breathing become the most noticeable thing. The sensation of your breath, the sound of it. Possibly a visualization of it. With your next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Take some time to pedal out, to move around, to notice what the energetic tone of you is. And whatever the energetic tone of today is, is good. If you come to the map feeling full of energy or tired, wired or calm, all of the above, (laughs) something else. It's the right way to be here. Tune into what could be more balanced for you. If you're feeling well balanced, then you hold steady, you work this practice as is and continue on, keep it steady. If today's practice needs to get you moving, you take it that way. If your practice today needs to calm you down, you take it that way. 
That's what's really good about this particular style of practice. You hold the volume knob, you turn it up to 11, you turn it way down low. Do it in a way that balances you, that gives you what you need, what your body really needs. Sometimes our mind has an idea of what we should need. Sometimes it's not right. Look forward to your hands, look forward before you step. Then when you step forward, you take ragdoll and let your head drop. Then you set your gaze at the back of your mat. Let your arms wrap around each other or around your legs. Bend your knees until your chest and thighs come together or place your arms between your chest and your thighs so that your upper body is being held by your legs. Good. Breath in. You let it all the way out. Release your hands to your mat. We'll walk feet together. You press your feet down into the floor. You roll up to standing mountain pose. Arms overhead. You soften your shoulders. Brighten the arms and the hands. Fan your fingers wide. And hands to heart center. Pause in samastiti. Samastiti, standing in evenness. With the idea of how your practice is going to balance you today. Whether it's keeping you where you are or making some shift. We have a moment to incorporate that into how we stand how we position ourselves in a simple pose to take with us into all poses as we move, as we breathe, as we move mentally through the practice and emotionally through the practice. On your next inhale, you'll reach back up mountain pose. Let your arms go wide and bright. When you exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees, send your hips way back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. If you have another variation here you'd like to take, go for it. Could be cat-cow pose, upward dog on your inhale. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold down and in. Good. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up to standing, mountain pose. Arms wide, shoulders soft, hands bright. And fold with your exhale. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Press your hands down, 
squeeze your front body in, thighs, abdominals, breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up to standing. Mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward, bend at your knees. Breathe in, lift halfway. You plant your hands, step back, press your hands into the floor. From your thighs and your lower abdominals, draw your heart forward, so tight and long through your front body. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Feet down, thigh muscle lifts. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Cool. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of your mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, press your feet down to reach up. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up. Hands press down, thigh muscles, lower abdominals lift up, heart forward, and then up, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe out. Stay here or take child's pose. Have a full breath in. And a full breath out. And then walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. We'll take Sun B, Utkatasana, chair pose. Sit back, lift your chest, reach your arms forward, lightly up. Keep your shoulders soft. Bow with your exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. When you're empty, step your right foot forward. Plant your feet to reach up, warrior one. Squeezing your back leg, draw your abdominals in as you bow, hands to your mat, little push-up. Both legs squeeze, heart draws forward. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Left foot forward. Plant both feet, squeeze your back leg, abdominals in to lift your chest, then your arms there wide, the shoulders soft. Hands to your mat as you squeeze your back leg, draw your abdominals in to support as you lower. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. And 
look forward walk or lightly hop top of the space breathe in lift halfway flat back breathe out fold dig your heels in ukatasana chair pose and bow with your exhale Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Lower only halfway down if you're taking that low push-up, Chaturanga. Right from there, the chest comes up to upward dog. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Breathe in, warrior one. Then hands to the mat. And low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Left foot forward, plant both feet, reach up. And then hands to your mat. Low push-up, press into the floor, lower only halfway. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath here or child's pose into your nose. And out through your mouth. You look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Ukatasana chair pose. We're going to stay. Dig your heels in, lift your abdominals in. With the arms, lower them about parallel to the floor. Then hike your shoulders up to your ears. Nobody wants to be here, right? Let the shoulders soften. Keep that. There's some muscles of your back engaging, abdominal muscles in. You'll start to raise your arms slowly without any creeping up of your shoulders. Once you hit the point that the shoulder blades start to lift, the collarbones start to lift, it's too far. Find the point where your shoulders can stay soft. You may need to go wide with the arms. You may need to stay parallel to the floor. That's just a fact for most of us skeletally. Right? Once you find a place where the muscles of your upper back and neck are soft. Lift your chest, breathe in. Bow with your exhale, <laughs> empty out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Then plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good, breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, reach up and out, warrior one. We're gonna open into warrior two. Bring your feet onto one track, front toes point straight ahead. The heel is in line with the back arch. Back foot is in line with the back edge of your mat. Or mine is perfectly paralleling a sleeping dog right now. Uh, maybe you have some other guide back behind you, but mine's a sleeping dog. 
with your front toes pointing straight ahead, align your knee with the second and third toe. For some of us, it's gonna try real hard to fall in over the big toe, keep it over the second and third. And it can be behind them, but not in front. We're gonna take arms up and out to the sides, then turn the palms up and bend your elbows, letting again, the neck and collarbones soften, good. Then with the elbows bent, go ahead and turn the palms over and do that a few times in what they call in Iyengar, wringing the forearms. So you're moving the forearms from supination to pronation. That's the anatomical here. But it's just the forearms that do that action. And those my shoulders aren't doing that action, right? So once the forearms have got it, palms down, start to press out through your fingertips. Maybe you straighten your arms, but maybe when you straighten your arms, the shoulders jump up. Stay where the shoulders have softness around shoulder blades, collarbones. If that means you stay palms up, elbows bent, do that. Pull into your front heel. And then on your inhale, reverse, reach up. Cartwheel down to low push up. Press your hands into the floor. If you prefer, step back, down dog or child's pose. Breathe in. Down dog will meet up, breathe all the way out. Then you'll step your left foot forward, back foot flat, reach up. We'll open out to warrior two. Take a moment to look at your feet, back foot parallel to the back edge of the mat, one line at the center of your mat to your front heel, and then your front knee lining up with your second and third toe, which are pointing straight ahead. Because our feet are all different shape, we go with the second and third toe, that more aligns the kind of inner workings of the foot, uh, given that big toes do, do different things for most of us. So with your knee, notice, go ahead and let it fall in toward the big toe side of the foot. Maybe it's already there. And then engage the outer hip muscles to pull it out so that it aligns with second and third toe. You can sit low, but only so low as the knee stays behind those toes. Take the arms out, palms up, elbows bent. And then turn the palms a few times, get that idea of the forearms, the mobility there. And then you can go with that palms down and, and press out or palms up and then turn the, the palms out so that it's like the uh, heel of your palm is pressing toward the back and front. And you'll, you'll press out, get a little hand stretch there with the palms out, fingers down. Then we'll reverse the forearm uh, rotation, go bird beaks down. Then go with stop signs. Press out and then a reverse breathe in. When you breathe out, cartwheel down, plant your hands, we'll step back, low push up. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Have a breath in here and let it go. 
you press your hands down, squeeze your right leg and lift it up, three-legged dog. Bend your knee, open your hip. You stay with this if you like it, or you spin on the left foot, taking it into flip dog. If you spin into flip dog and you wanna go all the way to wheel, you do that if you want to, but your body doesn't want to, you listen to your body. We'll come back to center and into a high plank. High plank is a great place to stay here. Work the elongation of your spine. Lift your thigh muscle, draw your heart forward. Or side plank, spin your heels over to the right. Open the left arm, check down to be sure that your standing hand a little bit in front of your shoulder. If you want to modify this, right knee down is great. You can go right knee down with the left leg up if you want somewhere in between. Your breath in. When you exhale, look to your mat. Low push up, breathe out. We'll breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. You're gonna step your right foot forward to your right hand. Keep your back heel lifted and come up for crescent lunge. We'll take arms to cactus. One thing that's nice in cactus, your elbows may try to pull way back. Align your elbows with the side edge of your body, so the side seam of your shirt if there was one. And then pull the elbow points down. So using upper back muscles to pull the scapula down as you lift your sternum up. Go up, maybe a little back bend. Press your feet into the floor to anchor you. And then hands to heart center and twist. Bring your left elbow toward your right knee. It could rest on the leg. For most of us, we're gonna want to bring it a little in front of the leg so that we can bring the spine down the center line of the mat as we rotate. Open your arms and this too, you may want to slide up a bit so that your rib cage is elevating above the hips. Right? You're sitting into the front thigh, lifting your chest up and away. Breath in. And as you breathe out, come up and around warrior two. Breath in as you settle. Side angle pose as you exhale. The top arm can reach straight up. It could reach at a diagonal toward your front wall. Peek down, make sure your front toes are pointing straight ahead. Knee is in line with second and third toe. Once you've got that, lift your rib cage up and forward to the side angle from your back foot. Lift your chest, press out through your pinky fingertip. You're rotating the left palm down toward the floor so that that shoulder blade rotates out. You feel space in your upper back and your neck. Breath in, roll your chest toward the ceiling. And breath out, look to your mat, low push up, down dog, child's pose, you choose. You get a breath out and you get a breath in. And then a breath out to down dog. And inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Bend your knee, open your hip, you can stay right here. If you want, you spin on the right foot, flip over, have fun. The only reason to do this one is for fun. If you like flip over all the way to wheel, if that's fun for you, you do it. If it's enlightening, you do it. If 
It's heavy. Great. Go back to what feels like. Go back to center into a high plank. We'll meet up there. Great place to stay and work your core body, the integration of legs, abdominals, heart drawn forward, or spin your heels to the left and open into side plank. Inside plank, you're lining your body into one plane, your heels, your sacrum, back of your rib cage, the back of your head as if they were up against a wall. You can do that with the feet stacked. You can do that with the knee down. Could also do it as you lift leg up, that kneeling half moon, breath in, and then look to your mat. Breathe out low push up, could be down dog or child's pose. Breath in. And breath all the way out. Step your left foot forward for crescent lunge. We reach up, back knee is bent a bit so that you can draw your abdominals in. Those things work together. And then the arms at cactus, you can check out if they're pulled back or to forward. Pull the elbow points straight down to the sides. As you're pulling your arm bones down, feel your upper back muscles engaging. So there's this feeling of the abdominals moving up, upper back muscles moving down. It gives a lot of stability to the trunk. Right? Press your feet down, lift your chest up. You're still pulling the elbows down. It's still the back doing the work of bringing you up and maybe into the back bend. Then exhale, hands to heart, and we'll twist. And you can tuck your right elbow to your left knee. Again, for most of us, that causes a curling down of the spine. We hunch in. We don't want to do that. So open up. And then if you open your arms, you might open your arms to where the right wrist is close to the thigh or the knee rather than the elbow so that you're sitting low in your front thigh, pulling your chest up. And the diagonal line from your back heel through the center of your chest is ascending. Next exhale, press into your feet, come up and around, warrior two. Take an inhale to arrange yourself well, then exhale, side angle pose. Left forearm to your front thigh, keep it light there. Top arm can reach straight up or it can reach towards your front wall. If the top arm is reaching to the front wall, you roll the pinky finger down. You roll the shoulder blade away from center and the shoulder down away from the ear. Sit low in your hips, lift up through the center of your chest. From your back foot, press your heart up and forward, pinky fingertip up and forward. Then look to the mat, low push up, breathe out. We'll breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. Breath in. That you let out through your mouth. We'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow with your exhale. On your inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. Sit back, lift your chest up. Arms in that position that works for your neck and shoulders to be soft. And hands to heart center. We're going to twist. Left elbow towards your right knee. 
then open your arm. And you could choose to have the arm and the leg a lot like the crescent lunge. For some of us, that's still going to round the spine in. Take note of the internal sensation of your body. Does your upper spine seem rounded? Nobody wants to be in that, that posture, that kind of curling down into you know, golem posture. So you might want to float the left arm out in front of you. For, for my body, that's the better option. You do you. Keep your spine moving down the center of your mat, so that from your tailbone to the top of your head, that line is kind of parallel to the side edge of your mat at center. More breath in. When you exhale, bow forward and toe heel the feet apart. Choices here, Padangasasana. Peace fingers, wrap your big toe. Take a halfway lift and fold forward. If that one's not for you, for a lot of reasons, like grabbing the big toes could be a little tough on the hamstring or the low back. You might wedge your arms again between your chest and your thighs. If that's good support for your low back, stay there. Another option here would be a low squat or child's pose. Something where you have a symmetrical pose between the two sides where you can let particularly your low back muscles release. Since they're so involved in that twist, particularly standing twist. On an inhale, release your arms. Walk your feet together. Ukatasana. Then hands to heart center will twist. Again, you can tuck your elbow over your knee. Check in with your upper spine. And so if you feel the round, draw your heart forward. Another way to think about this, your hips may try to take off to the right. In fact, I see some taking off to the right. Pull your hips into center. So your tailbone points straight to your back wall. Then you want the top of your head straight to your front wall and open your arms that can help and again you can float the arm out in front uh, for for my alignment for for anyone's alignment the arm right arm being in line with where your big toes are and then you stack your shoulders on that line that's going to be a good indicator of you being at center the arm can tuck over but it can kind of wag the dog at that point if you keep the arm at center and then stack your shoulders at center you're pretty, uh, pretty sure that lines up. Breath in here. When you exhale, bow forward. You'll walk the feet apart. And an option here would be Parahasasana, the hands underneath the feet. Toes to wrist creases, pad of the big toe, ball the big toe and the pad of the thumb. It can be a nice little massage. That's the only real reason to do that is the, the hand massage you're getting here. Otherwise, if your low back is calling for more support, put your arms in between chest and thighs, or you take it down to child's pose or a squat. Somewhere that you can let your back muscles have time off in between and after those twists. One more breath here. and you'll release your hands. Plant them to your mat and crouch down for crow pose. And crow pose can be done without your feet ever lifting off the floor. 
The idea is to plant your hands and to bend your elbows out to the sides a bit so that your knees come onto the shelves of your arms. And feet together, look forward and round your back like cat. If that is all you do, you've got a successful crow pose going on. There is the element of playing where you take your feet off the floor. More important for the action of the pose to strengthen and open your body is this hands pressing down, knees hugging in, the abdominals pulling in so your spine rounds out. You can get all those actions with your feet on the floor. The lift of the feet comes from them pressing together and then your hamstring muscles working to lift them. From here, you can walk back, jump back, crawl back, slide back, water break your way back to down dog. We'll meet up there for a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Then we'll look forward and walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold forward. On an inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. When you exhale, it's eagle pose, right arm underneath and right leg over the left. If the arms are a little too much, you'll know that by discomfort at the shoulders, elbows, wrists, right? or any clenching in your hands or your teeth. You could take a bear hug you could take the forearm press in front of you. Breath in. When you breathe out, sit lower. Because when you breathe in, we're gonna unwind it. Plant your feet, reach your arms, mountain pose. Exhale to the other side, eagle left arm underneath, left leg over top. This side has a whole different set of circumstances. Balance from right to left is different. Hips from right to left are different. So are the shoulders, elbows, and wrists. So expect it to feel different. And then what does this side need you to do to balance? Next exhale, sit low. How low you find out. And inhale, unwind and reach up, mountain pose. We'll bring the right arm down and take dancer. You bend your right knee, catch the foot. You cactus your left arm, lift your chest up. Have a breath. In, lift your chest, kick your foot back into your hand if you've got it, or if you're an unbound dancer, reach the foot back. Then exhale, hands to heart, foot to mat. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, left arm down. Get your left foot, cactus the right arm. Press your standing foot down to lift your chest up.
your breath in. When you exhale, release hands to heart, foot to mat, right into its footprint, pause. Roots through your feet. Keep the left one planted. Slide your right foot up into tree. Once the legs are arranged, spine feels steady. Arms up overhead. You got a line from your standing foot up to your brain. Center and elongate that line. Breath in. When you exhale, first hands to your heart. And very slowly, your right foot back to its footprint. And the other side. Inhale, left leg up. Place it. Your legs and the spine are steady. Not necessarily still, but steady. Reach the arms up. So you probably won't be perfectly balanced, or you won't be perfectly still in a balanced pose. Your body is balancing the whole time. There's a feeling of steadiness from foot to brain. Center up and elongate. Breath in. And then hands to your heart, foot to your mat. Pause. Let your eyes close. Have a breath where you open up your senses. Feel what you feel. And on an inhale, mountain pose. Press your feet down in center of lift your brain, elongate. Lift your heart, elongate. Then bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one, back foot flat, you reach up. Now open out to warrior two. Breathe all the way out. When you inhale, straighten your front knee, bring your hands to your hips. Right hand slides down to the hip crease where the hip meets the leg. Triangle pose, you're gonna send the hip crease back while keeping your body in one plane. So feet press down, hips stay in line with the front heel. Right hand can go to your shin, it can go to a block, it can go to the floor. Left arm reaches straight up, or if that's kind of pinchy for your shoulder, pinchy I guess is a word now, it feels pinched. Take the cactus arm again, or hand to your hip. Press your feet down, pull your heart forward. Elongating your spine, elongating your right side body. On an inhale, a little softness in your front knee or a lot of softness, bend the knee, come up, warrior two. And you'll turn for straddle, paralleling your feet. And you know where to turn for your straddle. You might need to switch sides, make sure you don't bow into any furniture, walls, but feet about wrist distance apart. If you were to spread out your arms, that's a good starting place. You're gonna lift up and hinge at your hip to bow forward in the straddle. And your hands come to your mat or to blocks. And prasarita Padadasana A, it's hands and feet. 
as the ground of the pose. Head drops down, the back of the neck long, the nape of the neck soft. And you're using your hands to ground yourself, using your hands to pull into the pose just as much as you need to, right? Maybe you don't need to pull in any deeper. There's enough pull, you know it. If there's not enough going on, right? like your head's already just resting on the floor, then you start walking your feet in. You make it a little more challenging. If there's too much going on, right, you bend your knees, you come out of it a bit. The yoga is not in how much you can do. It's in recognizing what you need right now to balance, to be fully participatory in what you're doing without force. You'll soften your knees, press into your feet, come up to stand. And we're gonna turn back to the front of the mat for pyramid, your right foot forward. So if you need to adjust, do that. Pyramid, the feet are on two separate tracks and your front toes point straight ahead. Back foot at an angle that works for your knee. Keep your front knee a little bit soft as you lift your chest and bow forward. Your hands can come to the floor to blocks. They could stay on your hips. You let your head drop, back of the neck, nape of the neck soft. In this pose, your hips are very smart. They're gonna try to hang out over to the right. Press into your front foot and bring them back to center. And that's gonna be every exhale kind of thing. We press the foot down and bring the hips to center. Yeah, Sanskrit for this translates as intense forward leg stretch. So if that's what you're getting, you know you're doing it right. If it's too intense, you know. Check for signs like you're gritting your teeth or holding your breath. But then you start to come up, you use blocks, you use your shin bone, you use your thigh. Breath in. And as you exhale, look forward, draw your heart forward with your inhale. And then exhale, step back, low push up. Take your time doing all that. If you'd like to take a rest in child's pose, do. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Left foot forward, warrior one. We're gonna open into warrior two. Press into your feet, straighten your front knee. We'll bring hands to hips. And you tip your hips tilting so that the left hip crease comes underneath you. And you're keeping your hips in line with your front heel. So the hips wanna swing out left, press into your feet to keep them center. Left hand can be on the shin, a block, the floor, or the thigh. Right? Doesn't even need to get down to the shin here. The thing that's going on is this uh, straddle of the legs. You're pressing your feet into the floor and pulling your hips into center. That's the first triangle. The second triangle is the one between your body, your arm, and your leg. And really important there isn't where the arm is, but that the side body is long. So that any rounding up, any curling in of the rib cage is elongated. And there's the upper hand. You can extend the arm up. Then there's that triangle between the feet and the upper hand. You want the arm to be in the same plane as the feet. 
tends to want to go back behind. Or if you're too crunched up in the pose, it'll come forward. So that'll be a good gauge as to are you elongated through your spine? So if your arm can be up in line with the same plane as your feet. Breathe all the way out, press into your feet, feel firm in your legs, a little softness in your front knee, you'll come up to stand, or two, and then turn to the side for straddle. Again, make adjustments as you need to. We're gonna lift up and then bow forward, hinging at the hip to fingertips on the floor or to blocks as you walk your feet out wide, straddle split. Split is a relative term, right? So your feet into a wide straddle. Number one thing you're gonna do is pull your body long. So if you were looking, if there were, I like to think about this, if there were like water underneath you, you'd see your whole front body in the water, navel, face, right? chest, it would all be reflected up. These are the weird things to think about. <laughs> the imagination, if you guys ever found out what I imagined with each pose in the practice, you probably wouldn't come to class. <laughs> but this one, there's a tendency to round the spine. We don't wanna do that. You wanna be basically in a plank in your upper body. And have one more breath in. As you exhale, start to walk your feet in, get a manageable distance for you to press into your feet and come up to stand. And then turn to the front for pyramid. You're gonna to turn to face the front foot, front foot straight ahead, back foot at an angle that allows the knee to be straight and feel spacious, not cramped or, or pinched at all. Little softness in the front knee, lift your chest, and bow forward. Hands can be on the floor, they can be on blocks, they can be on your inner thigh. Importantly here, your feet press into the floor and pull your hips to center. They're trying to vacation off to the left. Pull the hips in, let your head drop. Check in with your face, your jaw, your toes. Your toes are gripping. You press more through the corners of your feet, ball your big toe, ball the baby toe, center of your heel. If that doesn't work, if things feel too overwhelming, shorten the stance, widen the stance so that you don't have to grip. As you exhale, you release your hands from wherever they are, walk them full boat forward. Inhale, draw your heart forward and step back, arrange the high plank, exhale to low plank. Breathe in, up dog. And breathe out, down dog. On your inhale, come forward to a high plank. We're gonna lower slowly to the mat. With your arms at your sides. We're gonna peel up into uh, locust. Press your feet in towards center, roll the outer thighs out. If you can, you touch your toes together. More importantly, you roll the inner thighs up, outer thighs down. Roll your shoulder points away from your chest. Lift your arm bones back, breath in. And then when you exhale, release down. You can rest your cheek to the side. You can make a pillow of your hands. Have a breath in. And a long, slow breath out. 
Then again, we'll go up for locust or you bend your knees, reach back, catch your feet first, easy bow. That's just everything's still on the floor, but you've caught your feet and it feels easy. It's defined by the fact that it feels easy. If it doesn't feel easy, you go back to locust. If it feels easy, full bow, you kick into your hands like dancer and breathe. Should still feel easy in shoulders, low back, knees. There will be a lot of work in your legs. Good stretch through your shoulders. Breath in. And when you exhale, release down slow. You can turn your cheek to the other side. Or again, rest your hands under your head, other hand on top. If you really want to be symmetrical, and some of us do. And slide your hands underneath your elbows. We're going to press knees, toes, down dog. Breath in. And a breath out. And look forward through your hands. Walk across to seated. Come on down to your back. We'll take bridge. Arms at your sides. Any way you like. If you um, to be bent at right angles or you want to flat on the floor. And if you'd like to draw your shoulder blades underneath you, that feels good. Non-pinchy. See, you can use pinchy and non-pinchy. That's great when an English teacher is in the room. I'm sorry, Emily. But the, you know, the Oxford English Dictionary adds words all the time. Pinchy should, should be added. Press your feet down. Press the back of your head down. Arm bones, whatever's on the floor, down into the floor. Check in with your toes, your jaw, your face. Something's overworking there. Can you balance it out? Press more into the triangle of your feet, the back of your arms, the back of your head. A breath in. And then slowly come on down. Come undone, really. Let everything soften, go into the mat for a breath in. And long, slow breath out. And bridge is just fine by you. Stay with bridge. If you'd like to work with wheel, plant your hands beside your ears. If wheel is, is still something that's in progress, you might grab your blocks, place them close to your ears, put your hands on the blocks so the heel of your palm presses into them. And that can help you when you lift up and away. Just be careful not to get your hair stuck under a block. for three and press down through whatever's on the floor let toes and jaw and eyes soften it's my reference in wheel so you want to see your back wall not your mat if you're seeing your mat the head is is overextended back let it drop and then bridge you're seeing the ceiling if you're seeing the wall behind you you're going to lengthen out the back of your neck. Now breath in. And then when you exhale, come slowly down. Supta Baddha Konasana, the soles of your feet together and knees out to the sides. Breath in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth and however you want to do that, whatever comes out. <laughs> 
Let it come out. Then we'll bring knees together, arms out like cactus. Knees side to side and a few belly twisting poses. One more round through. A little massage for the back of your hips. Bringing mobility to your low back. Then bring it back to center. And you'll make, your, make right angles with your knees and your ankles. And right angles with your leg bones and your torso. So that it's as if you were balancing something very heavy on your shins. You can hold right here. Stay with it. It's going to be a lot of lower abdominal work. So whatever you're doing right now, it's the lower abdominals hugging your sacrum toward the floor, the back of your hips toward the floor. Or you take bicycle to a side to side. You're still going to bring that knee that's coming in back to that square at that right angle as if that shin were then holding something very heavy out there that requires the use of your lower abdominals. Two more. One more. And then back to center, we'll hug knees in. Nose to knees and knees to nose. You can rock up and back, rocking chair style if you like, or go for the press. Press your feet forward, let them bring you up into boat. Nice, for three. Could be feet down on the floor. Could be feet down on the floor and you hold your shins, but importantly, you lift and lengthen through the front of your body. One more breath in. When you exhale, cross your feet, plant your hands in front of you. You can step back to down dog. Float through a low push out. Make your way to down dog. And right knee to your right wrist for pigeon. Just slide it forward and let the left foot slide back. If you prefer to come over onto your back and do some other variation of pigeon, feel free to do that. Outer hip stretch is where we're going. In the forward pigeon, you can rest your forearms on the floor. You can rest your forehead on the floor. Keep your back leg firm. So all the way up to the glute muscle of the left leg, squeeze. Press your right shin bone down into your mat. Breathe into the back of your body. Feel the work of your breath on your lower spine and your hips. One more breath here. And then you make your way back to your hands, back to center, down dog. If you're on your back, you'll hug your knees to chest and pause there. Give yourself some time in a symmetrical pose, right hip unwind. 
Then from down dog, you just let the left knee slide forward, right foot slide back. Again, it's a whole different side of your body. If it doesn't take the same shape as the right, perfect. Squeeze your back leg, press into your front shin bone, and let your head drop. And soften your upper back. Bring your breath into the whole back side of your body. So anchor as much as you can in the pose. And move your body with your breath as much as you can. So there's this myth that we hold poses. And, uh, and some of us fidget in poses. <laughs> some of us get, get rigid and some of us get distracted. Sometimes it's, we're doing both on different days. But actually, you don't have to be still. There's always action. Ground with your exhale, fill with your inhale. And rather than moving about in the pose, you're moving the whole time, but it's action. And action is movement with intention. One more breath, let it move you as much as it can. then you'll walk your hands in, make your way back to down dog. If you're on your back, please hold. We'll be right with you. From down dog, look forward through your hands. Walk or hop through to seated. We'll end up on the floor together in happy baby. Catch your shins or your feet. Something that allows your neck to stay long. Your low back to stay long, hips stay down, head stays down. You might consider a block underneath your head if your head keeps wanting to lift up or tilt back. You might consider bringing your hands down more toward your thighs if they don't want to uh, reach up to your feet or if they want to reach up to your feet but it ends up being a bunch of work for your shoulders. You can even turn this into upward facing frog which would be the legs out in that frog straddle, arms inside the legs. Have a breath here. Let your hips get heavy. Let your head get heavy. Let your rib cage get heavy. And then you release out into Shavasana. If there are any poses you want to take on the way, go for it when you're ready to rest, rest. So Shavasana is the one pose where we don't have any, any action with it. But there still is that movement of your breath that moves you. Start to feel like you're being breathed. So while there's stillness, you're not completely still. 
and particularly you have a busy mind that likes to go everywhere in Shavasana. I wouldn't have any idea what that's like. And you follow the movement of your body, the movement of your breath. Let those waves be your anchor here until things smooth out. you would like to stay in Shavasana, stay here. Stay as long as you can, as long as you like. If you're ready to move, start with your fingers and your toes. And then you'll slowly roll to a comfortable side and make your way up to seated. As you arrive, ground your sitting bones, let your body lift tall. Let your breath move in and out. And you feel yourself grounded and moving. Centered and calm. Bring your hands together at heart center. And draw thumbs to forehead center. Thank you so much for practicing with us. Namaste.